You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, and that's fair. And, and obviously, Marcus Williams' injury is going to play a part. So with no that, he's not IR. With that, the guy, the guy that we've talked about for weeks, finally broke through here. Is this the potential to be the big Darius Slayton game here? Wow, that's. <laughs> and we get Slayton over hundred yards receiving in this game, and he came close. You know, I'd love to see it. I, 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 I know this. Um, he worked extra hard last week. We talked about that already on one of our previous programs. It paid off for him, and and he came up big the other day against Green Bay. I would like nothing more than to see that ball roll downhill, pick up speed, and have Darius Slayton become a significant part of this offense again. Can I say that with any confidence? No, I can't. I can't because that's one game compared to a whole month when he was not a big part of it. And even when he was in there, Sean, he didn't look very good. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. And on the other no, side of the ball. I'm a show-me guy. you got to show me. Paul is a show-me guy. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Paul, our old friend Landon Collins on Wednesday was practicing with the inside linebackers. At least that was what it appeared to the media. Do we expect to see Landon Collins this week on the field in a giant uniform? Well, his conditioning is not up to par, Sean. Now, okay. if they do activate him, it would be for a very limited package. At least that's my expectation. I talked to him yesterday. Uh, he did a lot of extra conditioning drills here because he is not exactly where he wants to be physically to be able to go out there and compete for a lengthy basis. Uh, could he get on the field for 10 snaps in a certain package? I suppose that's possible. Remember now, we're looking at that injury report, and Tony Jefferson, who has been elevated to the 53, was out. Yeah. And and that's that's the role that you would think Collins might fit in. So my answer to you is logically it's possible he would have a small package. Physically, I'm just not sure that he's ready for it or how much they'd be able to give him. All right. Can I also give you an outlier worst-case scenario theory I have for the Giants this week? Uh, what transpired, and we have no idea, but it appears Jamie Gillen's back, right? 
Yeah. Back well, he was supposed to have come in last night. I have not seen him or talked to him since. Okay. So we're under the assumption he's going to be back. Paul, now we start looking at the reverse of what we talked about when you leave for London, right? We're on Thursday. Jamie Gilmazel spent a week out in London on that clock. Boy, am I a little concerned that his sleep is going to be all out of whack and we have some kind of miscue in the punting game that freaking <laughs> determines what could be a tight game Sunday, Paul. I am so worried that this passport issue is just being, oh, look, it's funny. Jamie Gilman got left. He's coming back. I am so worried his body clock is going to be thrown off, snapped through the hand, something like that, and then it freaking changes the game Sunday. Now, Sean, on one hand, I appreciate the fact that you're bringing up special teams because I value special teams probably more than any other media person in this market. However, if Jamie Gillen's lack of sleep worries you more than Lamar Jackson's legs, we have a problem. <laughs> well, well, I think I think Lamar Jackson's legs are always going to worry me. But that showed, Paul, I am more confident. I am more confident in Wink Martindale knowing how to figure out how to stop Lamar Jackson than I am confident that Jamie Gillen's body is going to be ready to roll on Sunday. I am very concerned about that. <laughs> I understand. I, and, and by the way, in all honesty, I have not looked into who the punter would be if for some reason there was some kind of mishap and Gillen was available, unavailable to kick. I have not, I have not yeah. checked that out yet. Every Giant fan, friend, or, or anybody interacts with me on social media that I've seen talk about this, kind of like had a good time with it. And I am like thinking about the absolute worst possibility with this stupid passport issue. Okay, with that, uh, it's time to look ahead officially to the game. We'll play our little fantasy versus reality, the reality of how the Giants can win, your fantasy play, plus game picks, predictions, and whatnot. Paul, you know what? I always go for so selfish of me. I'm going to let you lead it off this time. Well, Lamar Jackson, if you have watched his throwing, and you saw it again the other night, he has some inaccuracy issues. And in fact, he throws not only wide and high and, quite frankly, gives you interceptable passes. On Don't a say it, Paul. Don't say it. I'm I'm waiting for it. We need a pick here this week. He he does this on a semi-regular basis. I'm giving the Giants defense two interceptions. Hot damn! They are the only NFL team this year that does not even have one interception. They get two this week, and just maybe Julian Love gets both. Two picks for Julian Love. Paul Dottino, you smug son of a bitch. How about that? Let's go. I love it. I love it. I'm dying for an interception. You're right. It's so crazy that they haven't had that. So play the Giants defense in fantasy, Paul, if you think they're going to have a couple picks. Yes, for sure. I I, I just I, I feel it in my bones. I think Wink Martindale is going to have these guys ready for everything and anything that Lamar throws at them. I think they're very much aware of his errant passes. And uh, I do think they're going to be they're going to be hungry for that football. Okay. All right. So is that both plays? That's the reality and the fantasy for you. You think the defense is big? The fantasy plays the defense. I like take it. it. I'll go with it. Take All right. It. We'll take it. Uh, the reality of this game is very, very, very much the reality of every game for the Giants. It's keep riding Saquon until the wheels fall off, baby. I think that they will give it to Saquon, feed him. Uh, I don't necessarily buy in that the stats aren't the full story. I think that Saquon also is on another level now where he's going to start to make other run defenses look bad. I don't think it's a matter of running Saquon and saying, well, there's a good defensive front. It's going to be tough to break through. I think Saquon right now is operating at a level where he could break through any defensive front, and I think the Giants' blocking schemes are operating on that level. So I think you will get 70-plus yards from Saquon on the ground. Uh, on a fantasy level, you, you know, we I mentioned it. I kind of teased it. 
I think the Giants are going to hit a deep ball to Darius Slayton that goes for seven in this game. I, I really do. I think his speed was so much a factor, but he was running a lot of crossing routes on Sunday. I am reminiscing of some of the old Daniel Jones to Slayton connections. I, I harpen back to that Monday nighter versus Pittsburgh in the opener. I think you get a connection. We haven't really seen a big deep ball hit since that Sterling Shepard week one ball. I think that you're getting Darius Slayton past that defense. It's a little weak in the secondary for Baltimore, and we're going to get a deep ball play, and Darius Slayton is dancing in the end zone this week for seven. Yeah, I, I could definitely see it. I hope for the Giants' sake that that comes to pass because, I, again, I think Darius Slayton needs to get rolling here. I mean, Kenny Galladay still has the sprained knee. He's not practicing. I don't necessarily know when or if he's ever going to be able to show what he really is again here. But but if Darius Slayton can resuscitate his career and be the guy that they know he can be, it would go a long way into making this a very fun second half of the season. All right, Paul. And with that, we have to give our game picks. We both had the Giants losing a week ago to the Green Bay Packers. How dumb were me? How about the homers that we are? We picked the Giants to lose and they won the game. Unbelievable. Paul, what do we got for you on your game prediction? I'm going to go Ravens 23 to 20. I think that Jeez. the Giants. What a I think negative ball. Well, here's the problem. I just don't trust the injury report, Sean. True, true. I, I believe the Giants, the Giants straight up win this game because of the tremendous advantage that I'm giving Wink Martindale over Lamar Jackson and company. But the game is not being played straight up. As we sit here taping this program, there are too many ifs and buts and question marks and gray areas. I am so sick of this freaking injury report. I can't even begin to tell you. It's making me sick. I'm afraid I'm going to get injured just sitting here talking to you. So well, don't consequently, do, don't do that, Paul. Don't no, do that, Paul. I, I, I hope I don't. So consequently, I'm going to say that that Tucker, who's got a robotic leg and could probably kick an 80-yard field goal in the final seconds. Uh, will allow the Ravens to escape 23 to 20. I can't kill you for that pick. I mean, I know I'm having fun with you. I can't kill you for that. Uh, that being said, I circled this game three weeks ago more than the Packer game. I had Giants are winning this game, and I like them 27 to 19. Uh, I think they win this game by like eight points or so, and I think the world doesn't know what to do with itself on Monday morning because the Giants have won the game. It uh, <laughs> doesn't mean they can't turn around and lose to Jacksonville, but here's the truth. We're so fixated as we should be, right, on the Giants' problems. We are one giant step. The Ravens' problems are sneakily real. Now, Lamar Jackson covers up a lot of deficiencies, but that's a coaching staff that just two weeks ago was getting called out by its own players for some of his aggressiveness that's blown up in his face. And, oh, by the way, don't look now. The Giants are really good on third and fourth downs if you're trying to go for it. That's going to have a hard time. I think they will have a hard time converting some of those if the play calls aren't necessarily the smartest at a Harbaugh and the Ravens. Also, on, on that note, too, you know, last week, it didn't feel like suddenly they woke up versus the Bengals. I think the Bengals have had serious issues. And probably the lastly, the thing that keeps the Ravens, to me, from being a Super Bowl contender in that in that AFC is they really don't have that dynamite pass rushing stud to go after you and get you. They just signed no. JPP, and he played last week, by the way, wearing the number four or whatever. JPP looked ridiculous in a single-digit number. <laughs> but if you're relying on JPP signed, you know, to come off the edge and, and you know, years Justin later Houston. from what he's been – yeah, Justin Houston, these are older bodies. 
I don't think the Ravens are going to prevent that mismatch front that the the Giants have struggled with. You saw versus Dallas, where I think Daniel Jones is going to have a little more time here, and I think he's going to navigate his way. I think the Giants' defense will show up. Wink will play chess, and I think the Giants' offense has a little something humming here. I think the Giants are going to win this game 27-19, Paul. I, I, I could see it, Sean. Again, I think if the Giants are able to get a number of these guys on the injured list healthy enough, that they can go out there Sunday and play with a semblance of what they're supposed to be able to do. I'm telling you, I, I agree. I think the Giants will win the game. I just can't say that on Thursday morning with all these guys listed on the uh, on the Red Cross sheet right now. All right, well, I'm just telling you right now, if the Giants win the game 27-19, I get the score right. I'm having Schmelk throw you in the pool in Jacksonville next week, and then uh, away we go. <laughs> as long as there's no alligators in it, I'm okay. <laughs> all right, Paul, where can we catch you on Twitter all week? At Giants WFAN. And remember, keep up with Paul for all the latest injury notes, everything from the press conferences, everything. At Giants WFAN, like he said. You can follow me at Mraz, CBS, M-R-A-Z, CBS. And thanks, as always, for taking one giant step with us.